I've got fish, 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 fish. So many fish. Oh, God, the fish. I've got just one Hitler. podcast where we take things that occurred on this day in history and we and we do that with them we smack them together all nasty like he's jake yep i'm matt tubby and together we have flicked through all of the history books and seen what pages they've all opened at and had a quick look to see if any of that was relevant decided it wasn't and gone on wikipedia and that's the job if you don't like it don't listen here's this Roper to decide who's best hello i'm Lizzie roper they flick their history books while i flick my Hello, no. I'm unnecessary. <laughs> 19th of August, 1934, German referendum made <laughs> Hitler the Führer. The key to keeping Hitler in check when they made him the Chancellor, uh, the rest of the German political establishment thought, was to have the president be someone else. So Hindenburg was the president, and he was an authoritarian right-wing monster, but not a Nazi. Um, after the Enabling Act and the banning of all other political parties, Hindenburg was the only person in Germany with any political power who wasn't a Nazi. Um, as the Nazi excesses grew, Hindenburg threatened to fire Hitler at one point in 1934, so that led to the Night of Long Knives, in which he had uh, Ernst Röhm and many other Nazis killed, all his rivals in the Nazi party killed, and said, oh, that got rid of the troublesome elements, everyone else is fine. Oh, they were so letting the Nazi side mm. down going around being Nazi everywhere. Uh, but on the 1st of August in 1934, they noticed that Hindenburg was probably about to die because he, although he was always looked like he was about to pop, he looked like he was really <laughs> about to pop on the 1st of August. Filled with hydrogen. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, so the cabinet passed a law combining the posts of Chancellor and President, which they shouldn't have done because technically the head of the Supreme Court of Germany should have become, was second in line to the President. So when the President died, they were meant to take over. Um, but he did die the next day, and Hitler said, oh, well, I'll just be everything then, that's fine. Uh, we did a law yesterday, said Chancellor and President of the same thing now, and we'll call it Führer, um, but we'll have a referendum to sort it out. And the wording of the referendum was thus. The office of President of the Reich is unified with the office of Chancellor. Consequently, all former powers of the President of the Reich are denuded, that can't be right, can't read my handwriting, to the Führer and Chancellor of the Reich, Adolf Hitler. He himself nominates his substitute. Do you, German man and German woman, approve of the regulation provided by the law? Yes or no? And they voted. They voted yes. Mm. 84.3% of them voted yes. Um, There were stormtroopers stationed at most of the polling stations. uh, And if you chose to vote in a booth rather than in public, uh, most of the booths said only traitors vote in here over the top of them. Um, Stormabteilung used to, they escorted people to the polls and back. Um, Or any small ballots were taken as yes. They pre-printed a lot of ballots with yes. Um, They didn't, it wasn't entirely cheating though. And mainly Jewish areas, they left the vote as it was to show, look, 84% of Germans think that Hitler should be, but look, the results weren't like that in the Jewish areas, were they? Look, uh, they hate him, they're not like us proper Germans. Um, So they even used that as a tool to isolate Jewish areas. Uh, East Prussia voted 96% yes. There we go. And overall, 84.3% of Germans enthusiastically voted to make Adolf Hitler the Führer of Germany. Cool. You'll go. <clears throat> yeah, I might not win this one. <laughs> Is it about admin? Yeah. I'll be the judge <clears throat> of that. 19th of August. <laughs> Unfortunately, she will. And 
It's about <laughs> French admin. <laughs> It's, it's the 19th of August, 2017. Ooh. And what? QuickBooks launches its new pro what? range. No, it's not really about admin. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> there is a breach of the Cypress Island Atlantic Salmon Pen. Uh, so this was uh, in uh, Washington oh, State. And uh, there was a salmon farm. Hang on, what, Washington State doesn't have an Atlantic coast. Okay, you're absolutely right. I'm so sorry. Okay. It was Atlantic no, salmon yeah. in the Pacific. No, no wonder it was confused. Yeah. Well, this is the problem. Is, well, the salmon was. Uh, Atlantic salmon are very popular uh, with fish farmers because they're the biggest mm-hmm. breed and they grow really quickly. But That's of course, sexiest. they've been described as frankenfish now because uh, they're oh. so big and kind of, you know, when you eat salmon, it's got a sort of slightly gelatinous kind of, mm. uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you don't eat salmon, you're a vegan. No, but I remember. I remember. Um, Atlantic uh, salmon naturally. The gelatinous feel of salmon. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Atlantic salmon naturally is, is a migratory fish. Uh, it will travel from the North American coast to Greenland and the Faroe Islands. Um, mm. But on this particular day, as every day all over the world, there were a quarter of a million of them in a pen measuring 55 by 133 metres. Wow. So that's nearly three million pounds of fish. In that space, and so essentially they don't even have to tin them; they're already at that density. You can yes, sort of pretty much. Slam <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, there was a break in the pen, and what it meant was that all of these fish that were not native to that area, as you so rightly pointed out, Nat, mm. uh, suddenly escaped. And uh, the company said, "Oh, yeah, we think maybe four or five thousand salmon uh, got out. Uh, sorry about that." Um, mm. It's thought by the Department of Natural Resources said, well, actually, we think it's more like a quarter of a million salmon got out. Uh, and the company later said, OK, well, maybe it was 160,000, which feels like they were just going for <laughs> like somewhere halfway four, between 4,000 and 250,000. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was horrendous. Uh, what they had to do was kind of say, uh, open season on salmon! And invite fishermen to come and fish them. And you can see footage of... Well, that's never gone wrong. Inviting people to overfish something. Yeah, huge nets filled Mm. with these salmon writhing about. Um, They cleaned up tons of it. uh, And it all got described as a waste product. Nobody wanted to eat it. Uh, They couldn't sell it. In fact, the company had to buy them back uh, and just put them in landfill uh, because no one would eat the things. Oh. Um, it it was horrendous. And these fish have a terrible life. Uh, the BBC Panorama programme, uh, Salmon mm. Fish Farming Exposed, said that, that these animals are often eaten alive by parasites. And the problem right. is, because you have them so close together in these little pens, uh, the lice can just hop from one to another. And so they mm. propagate insanely. And, of course, that's now spread to wild species and it's it's a huge... And literally just the poo from that many salmon in that concentrated area um, is now kind of rendering that environment toxic um, mm. for other fish and stuff. It is horrendous. 20% of all oh, salmon... I've a couple of environments it, toxic in my Well, time. we all have, darling. We all, we've all fouled a pen. <laughs> 
20% of all salmon raised like this die mm. before they actually make it to your plate. They just die. Uh, I've seen these salmon farms. I, I drove around the Highlands last year and you could see these sort of pens and it just, it was quite distressing to see, to be honest I mean, with you. It's almost like industrial farming on a huge scale is a terrible idea. It, it, it kind of is. And you can't really buy wild salmon in Britain. Yeah. It doesn't really mm. exist. So pretty much right. all the salmon you eat... Uh, what's that really pink? Oh, what's yeah. the pink sockeye stuff then? Yeah, I think you can get some wild pink sockeye salmon, but of course, it's all it's all kind of suffering because uh, of the salmon. It's all dead farming. fish in it, and it's all dead fish. Yeah. They sit, you know, we worry about plastic straws, but the single greatest source of plastic in the ocean is fishing nets, by mm. far. Oh, so, really? yeah, it's 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 bad. Uh, Just saying. Sorry, guys. Love you guys. Because we had such terrible events today, I think we should be cheered up by the birthdays and the death days, who are all good people, as far as Mm -hmm. they probably were terrible in some other ways. Happy birthday to Ring Lardner Jr. He was the screenwriter of Woman of the Year. He won the Oscar for Best uh, Screenplay in 1942 and then was blacklisted in 1947 and was not allowed to work in Hollywood anymore. Um, He wrote under pseudonyms on television shows and when he was finally allowed back in the late 1960s, he wrote MASH in 1970, for which he won another Oscar. Also, while he was blacklisted, he won another Oscar, but he never told anyone what film it was for because a friend of his let him use his name to write it and then gave him the money, Um, which, you know, some of them did um, occasionally. You could get your blacklisted friend, you'd say you'd write the script, let them write the script and give them the money so they could keep... Uh, their house and their families alive. Um, So he wrote one of the other Oscar-winning films between 1947 and 1970, but we don't know which one because he wouldn't ever say. Wow. He said it wouldn't have been fair to the person who allowed him to use his name. Happy death day to Hermione Badley. She was an English character actor perhaps best known for playing the maid in Mary Poppins. Uh, But she was also in Passport to Pimlico, Scrooge, Pickwick Papers, The Bells and Trillions, The Unsinkable Molly Brown. She was the voice in the Aristocats and The Secret of Nim. And she was married in the 1920s to David Pax Tennant who was the sort of person on whom Bertie Wooster was based he invented the Gargoyle Club and used to have pyjama and bottle parties which people used to have to turn off in the middle of the afternoon dressed in their pyjamas um, they used to have mixed nude bathing parties and they were the bright young things uh, then she divorced him and married someone in 1940 called Dozy Willis <laughs> knowing more information but she was him. tired <laughs> she must that have been exhausted by then yeah Oh, she was an hour late for her own wedding in 1920. She forgot the time. Nobody cares. That's Hermione Badly. Blimey, not to be confused with Hermione Goodly, which I Mm. am. (laughs) So, you've given me Nazis and you've given me salmon. I also gave Jake a chance to do his Katie Nana bit, but he didn't do it. No, no, Katie Nana! There we go. What? What are you. What? (laughs) What? Frankly, it's no concern of mine. I've dealt those two for the last time. No, no, Katie Nana! That's her, that's Hermione Badly. Yeah. Oh, okay, right, fine. Look, if you just want to take your clothes off and fondle each other, please don't let me get in. What makes you think we're not? (laughs) (laughs) In the hot tub. Hey! Hot tub time machine! It's gone really cold now. Elvis's follow up went after all that success within the ghetto. <laughs> in the hot yeah. <laughs> in the jet plane. <laughs> What's um, going to win? Is it Hitler or is it is fish? It, is it the Nazis or is it the fish? Now you you've put me in a very difficult position, gentlemen. Ah, mm. mm. uh, yes. So I thought 
maybe would help me because um, you talk you talk about there being a break in the pen. Mm. So does that mean a group of fish got together and organised a breakout? <laughs> and was and were they up against a Nazi prison guard? Oh, what no. would that sound like, gentlemen? <laughs> oh God! Quiet down in here, you fish. <laughs> Hello, I'm a mid-Atlantic salmon. <laughs> Like, Steve Wright with the Big Salmon Show. <laughs> I'm tired of all these cases that have been happening. We've got to tighten up security around here. No more. <laughs> the weight of my poop has breached the net. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Woo! That's right, woo monkeys. It's, it's all right. It's all right. I, it's tipped the balance. I got, I got Steve Wright and a mid-Atlantic yeah. salmon. So, yeah. In the tradition of an absolute fix, the points go to Jacob Yap. Oh my Three god! Yeah, woofy woo. Yeah. Well, tomorrow could be the clincher. Why don't you join yeah. us then to find out yeah. then what happens then then? Oh, I can't then. Wait. Well, you don't have to now. We're about to record it. Bye. Oh, okay. Bye. <laughs> oh, I want to go in the pool.